0: Sunrise and sunset, promise and fulfillment, birth and death. The whole drama of life is written in the sands of time.
1: We present a new series of radio programs, The Clock.
0: Time makes many changes. The passage of years affects our habits, our thoughts, and our physical appearance. The passage of centuries affects the very structure of our world, and eons can affect the universe itself. Time changes everything, goes the popular conception. But in this case, the popular conception is in error. For there is one thing that has remained the same since the world began. The one thing that will always remain the same. The love that a man and a woman find in each other. Eloise and Abelard, Tristan and Isolde, Romeo and Juliet. Their love stories are all well known. And now I'm going to add a new pair to that illustrious list. This is the story of still another Juliet. A modern Juliet and a boy named Cliff. Like all love stories, it is romantic. Unlike most, however, it is overtones of fear. It is a fear that has been instilled throughout the ages and sharpened to a knife edge by superstition. It is a terrifying fear of the unknown.
2: Evening, Garners. Lovely, Juliet. Uh, do you really like it, Alice? Uh, it's absolutely charming. Oh, Bob, if you only knew how excited I am, do you realize I haven't been to a formal dance today? age? Well, why don't you like them? You must know the reason. You see, I, I haven't been asked. Oh, the
1: bachelor's today must be blind as bats. <laughs> you're <laughs> one of the right. prettiest girls in town. <laughs> it isn't right for a girl like you to hide
2: away. Oh, you're sweet, Bob. You're both very sweet. But if I told you how I shelter, I know you'd laugh at me. Oh, why? We're not much older than you are, Juliet. It was only two or three years ago that Bob and I were footloose and fancy-free, like you are now. Yes, I know. And then you found each other. That changed things. I have to wait until the right man comes along. I must sound like a popular song. (laughs) You sound like a girl who's been starved for romance. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed and my bets on Cliff. Alice, what's he like? Cliff?
1: Oh, he's rather nice, intelligent. Not handsome in the conventional sense, but... uh... Well, deep. Deep? Uh, what I mean is, uh, well, I think you would like Cliff.
2: So do I. And we knew you wouldn't attend the dance without an escort, and that's why we insisted on arranging the blind date. Oh, I'm glad you did, Alice. Lately, things were becoming difficult. I mean, I was beginning to be alone with myself too often.
1: <laughs> oh, that's Cliff. I'll get it.
2: Oh, we'd better leave right away, Bob. We're late as it is.
1: Hello, Bob. Hello. Long time,
3: no fee. Good
2: evening, Cliff.
3: Oh, Good evening, Alice. Nice to see you,
2: Cliff. This is Juliet. Juliet, meet Cliff. How do you do? How do you
1: do? Uh, say, haven't we time for a drink before we go? Oh, we're
2: late, darling. Oh, the
1: dance can wait. Nothing like a cocktail to keep the home oh, fires burning. Well. How <laughs> about a martini, Cliff? <gasps> uh, anything's all right, Juliet. It doesn't matter. If you help me mix the malice; we'll be out that much sooner. Yes, yeah,
2: but oh, uh, I'll get the ice. There's a uh, there's something you want to say. How do you know? I don't know. I... I just feel it.
3: Is it necessary for me to say anything? No. This is crazy. Yes. It's simply incredible. Very. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yes, I know what you mean.
3: We've never met before.
2: No. And yet... It's like... It's like we've known each other for years. Yes. Why is that? I don't know.
3: Is it because we've been wanting to know each other for years?
2: What difference does it make?
3: No difference at all. I'm glad I came, Juliet.
2: And I'm glad, too.
1: Been off the well since we came. Uh, they've
2: always been together. Well, they certainly make a handsome couple. Bob, we've got to do something about that. What do you mean? Now that they're together, we have to keep them that way. Yes. Oh, got any ideas? Well. I know. Let's invite them for the weekend. Good idea. Couldn't be better. Just give them a few days. In a nice romantic atmosphere. Uh-huh. <laughs> what time is it, Clint? Hmm.
3: Almost midnight.
2: Oh, I'm sorry I asked. And
3: because it'll soon be over?
2: Yes.
3: Well, there's always tomorrow.
2: Is there? There's got to be. Oh, Claire. Claire. Please, please make sure of that. I will.
3: What's your last name? <laughs> Why are you lying? Oh,
2: Because it's all so queer. You don't know anything about me. You don't even know my last name.
3: Do you really believe I don't know anything about you, Julia?
2: No. You know almost everything about me. And I about you. Darling.
3: What?
2: I said, darling. I know. I just wanted to hear you say it again. Is just about over. Oh, is it? You sound disappointed. I am, Alice. Very. See, you know, we were talking, Alice and I, and we came up with a corking idea. You remember our cottage in Massachusetts? Yes. Well, we're going to open it tomorrow and spend the first weekend of the season. The trout will be running and we can have a bang-up trout. Wait, wait, wait
1: a minute. Is this an invitation? Well, naturally, you idiot of you. You'll be well chaperoned by an old married couple, (laughs) like us. (laughs) How about it? Well, I must confess it, it sounds inviting.
2: I'd I'd love to go. Then it's settled.
1: We'll leave on the early train,
2: 9 a.m. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry,
1: Bob. I
3: can't do that. I have a business appointment at 10. I won't be free till noon.
2: Oh, neither will I. Well, why don't you two come up together later in the day? You know, it'll give Bob and me a chance to air the place out and and brush the
0: cobwebs from the room. (laughs) All right, then that's just what
2: we'll do. Juliet knows where it is, and she knows how to get there. You can expect us by six. And no stand-ups now.
3: Nothing in this world or any other could make me change my life. Is this where you live? Yes. All alone? All alone. It isn't much fun when you're alone. It's
2: getting late. I'd better go. I'll see you tomorrow. You won't forget the time and place. We don't want to disappoint more
3: than 3.30. At the information booth in the station.
2: I'll be waiting for you.
3: I'll be there. Do you you mind if I kiss you?
2: I'd mind if you didn't.
3: Oh, you're trembling.
2: Yes. Why? I don't know. You're afraid of what? Of everything.
3: Nothing will come between
2: us. Do you promise?
3: My Solomon. Then
2: kiss me again and say good night, my darling.
0: What time is it, please? Three minutes to four, lady. Are you sure you're not fast? Lady, the station clock is right over my head. Take a look.
2: Yes. Yes, it's three minutes to four. The train leaves on track number ten?
0: Yes, ma'am, for the fifteenth time. I'm
2: sorry to bother you, so, but you see, I've been waiting for someone and he hasn't shown up. Well, if you're going to catch that Boston Express, you'd better not wait any
0: longer. You can just make it now if you run for it.
2: But I can't leave without him. He said he'd be here. He promised.
0: What could have happened? I'm only the information clerk, lady, and they don't supply us with a crystal ball. Oh, lady, what's he look like? Maybe you can make the train and I'll recognize him when he comes.
2: They're closing the gate.
0: Well, it's too late now. There's another train in an hour. Maybe he'll show up by then.
2: No. No, if he hasn't come by this time, he must have some reason. It's funny, isn't it? How things change from day to day. Reminds me of Cinderella and her pumpkin. At midnight the ball was over and so... So was everything else.
0: L- lady, take it easy.
2: You say there's another train at five.
0: Track nine.
2: I'll I'll take it.
0: Well, don't you want me to keep an eye out for the boyfriend? No,
2: no, thank you. It would only be a waste of time. I know he isn't coming anymore. How are you? Hello, Alice. That's your Yes, Bob. Good. Here, let me take your back. Alice, I I didn't want to come, really. You see, Cliff, well, well, something happened. I mean, to tell the truth, he stood me up. (laughs) Not that I blame him. I suppose he had his (laughs) reach. Juliet, darling, I should have told you right away. He's here. Here? Yes, yes, he came an hour ago. He said he missed you at the station or something. But, But I was standing there. I just... Oh, Alice, it doesn't matter. Where is he, Alice? Up there. You'll find him in Bob's study, in there. You go in and say hello while I finish preparing dinner. All right, Alice. We're all just about starved. Claire, Cliff, I'm so glad to see you.
3: Good evening, Juliet.
2: Oh, if you only knew what a fool I've been, Claire. I've gone through every kind of torture since this afternoon.
3: I'm sorry, Juliet. Oh, it
2: doesn't matter now, darling. You're here and I'm here. Juliet. Yes?
3: Nothing. I forgot what I was going to say.
2: Alice said you missed the train, Cliff. Yes. What train did you take? I got here an hour
3: before you did.
2: But if you took the four o'clock, didn't you see me? I was standing right there at the information booth since three, just to be sure we wouldn't miss no, each other. No, I...
3: No, I didn't see you, Juliet. Juliet.
2: But I can't understand how I miss you. I kept my eyes on that train gate from the time they opened it until it closed. How on earth did it happen, Cliff? Dinner's
3: ready. Dinner's ready, everybody. I think we'd better go in and join the others.
0: Love is a sweet and heady wine, and like the grape, too deep a draught will often affect the senses. The passage of time grows swift, with the hours going by like flying seconds and the minutes non-existent. Love transcends reason and shuns the logical up to a certain point. It is at this point that the questions one asks oneself must be answered, no matter how fearful a penalty
1: one must pay. The boat's trees are budding, and the Bougainvillea's really hitting its stride.
2: Uh, you'd better get after that vegetable garden of yours tomorrow, Bob.
1: Oh, tomorrow's for fishing. How about it, Cliff? What?
2: Why, Cliff, you haven't touched a thing. Don't you like my cooking? <laughs> oh, he's not hardened to it, darling, like I am. <laughs> I'll have no more husband and wife jokes out of you. <laughs> don't you feel well, Cliff? I'm
3: quite all right, Julia.
2: <laughs> well, I know what you did. You had your dinner on the train, and I don't Would blame you
3: excuse you. me, please? There was something I forgot
2: to do. Do you think he's ill? He
1: looks a little pale. Perhaps
2: I ought to go after him. Go ahead, Juliet. Make sure he's all right. Excuse me.
1: Well, we uh, we seem to be alone.
2: Bob, there's something wrong.
1: Wrong? With Cliff. Don't be silly. He's just in a mood,
2: that's all. Do you think they quarreled? Cliff and Juliet quarreled? Of course not. Bob, he worries me. In what way? I can't describe it, but... Ever since he suddenly showed up in the kitchen this afternoon, I...
1: I... <laughs> Did he scare you? I heard you, sir. <laughs> oh,
2: well, I didn't hear him come in, but it wasn't that. There was something in his eyes, something in in his manner that, that frightened
1: oh, me. Oh, come now, Alice. We're, we've known Cliff for years. Yes, that's
2: just it. Ever since he's come, he's been, well, like a stranger. I almost feel like I don't know Cliff at all anymore. <laughs> Where are you?
3: Over here, Juliet, in the garden.
2: Are you all right? Yes. Aren't you going to invite me to sit down? Please. It's a beautiful evening.
3: It's spring, Juliet.
2: This is perfect. I'd like a cigarette, if you have one. I don't. <laughs> the inveterate chain smoke without a cigarette. The Reformation and the Millennium have both arrived. <laughs> If I babble away that a girl is out of her mind, forgive me. <laughs> I'm much too happy to care what I say.
3: Juliet, how long have we known each other?
2: Exactly twenty-four hours.
3: Not long enough to make a sensible decision.
2: If please don't tease me that way. I, I don't have much sense of humor when it comes to how I feel about
3: I'm you. I'm not teasing, Juliet. I merely want to be intelligent about it.
2: Oh, let's not, Cliff. Let's be wildly, ridiculously insane about it. It's much more fun.
3: The moon is up.
2: It's a lovely moon.
3: Yes, it is. I suppose we ought to become romantic about it. No, Juliet, I'm going inside. I don't want to talk anymore. I'm sorry.
2: The joke's going a little too far. I'm sorry. Cliff, for heaven's sake, what is it? Why are you acting this way? I haven't changed since last night. And neither of you. What's happened?
3: You're wrong, Juliet. Wrong? Perhaps you haven't changed. But I have.
2: Towards me?
3: No. No, not towards you. That would never happen. Claire. Good night.
1: Juliet. Claire.
2: Are you awake?
1: No, I'm fast asleep. Oh, Bob, get up. Alice, for the love of people, what's the matter? Oh, hey, it's 3 a.m. What are you sitting up in bed with the light on for?
2: I've been thinking.
1: Well, can't you do your thinking in the daytime? Stop
2: being silly and listen to me, please. Now, first of all, why did Juliet miss Cliff at the station?
1: Perfectly natural thing. Station's a big place. Lots of people. I'm
2: tired. All right. We'll say that could happen to anyone. He missed her and took the train fine. But how did he know where to get off? What do you mean? Juliet knew where we were, but he didn't. How did he find out where it was?
1: Well, Juliet may have told him when they made their plans last night.
2: But she didn't tell him how to get here from the station. We're eight miles away.
1: Darling, Joe Cobb and his cab service know where we are. You're
2: right, they do. And they brought Juliet up. I saw their car leave. Well... I called them this evening, Bob. You did? And they told me that... that Juliet was the only person they'd taken here tonight.
1: The only... Why did you call them in the first place?
2: I wanted to see if Clifford had left his luggage at the station. You
1: mean he, he didn't bring us suitcase? No.
2: Well, I don't get it. Neither do I. That's why I say there's something wrong. And Bob, it, it... frightens me terribly. Oh. couldn't sleep. I saw you from the window. You're chill. No, I'm all right, Cliff. There's something I want to tell you. Not now, You've got to listen to me. It means so much. Yes, what is it? That that scene we had this evening doesn't count, Cliff. We were both very foolish and very Juliet. young. Listen to me, Cliff. Our meeting yesterday was not an accident. The way I see it, all our lives we've been waiting, hoping for the meeting. It was something that had to happen. And it was the most wonderful thing that ever did happen to me. And to me. Then what's wrong with us? Why are we behaving this way? Surely we must mean more than that to one another.
3: Juliet, you don't
2: understand. I'm trying to, Cliff. You won't let me.
3: I don't think you could ever understand.
2: Doesn't my love you count for anything?
3: You don't love me, Juliet. You can't.
2: You can say that until we die and you'd be wrong. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, I'll... I'll always feel that way. There's no changing that. No, Cliff. You can leave me. Do whatever you like. I'll stay the same.
3: Juliet, come here. Look at me. Look deeply, Juliet, and tell me what you see in my eyes.
2: Cliff? Cliff, what are you trying to say to me? I can't tell
3: you anymore. But one day you'll know. Dawn will be here soon. And then? The sun will come up. Another day will begin. For you. You'll go on with your life, Juliet, and you'll be happy.
2: And what about you?
3: I'll be happy, Juliet, if you are. I'm here to leave you now. I want you to do something. When you return to New York, I want you to see my sister.
2: Your sister.
3: Alice will tell you where she lives. But, But why? Juliet. Perhaps my sister can explain. Goodbye, Juliet. Goodbye.
1: This is the house, Julia.
2: Do you want me to go in with you, dear? No, Alice, I think I'd better Cliff's sister myself. I'm sorry to have broken up your weekend that way. I didn't want you to drive me back to town.
1: Nonsense. We were as concerned about it as you were. Imagine Cliff running out on us that way. It's not like him.
2: I do hope he's not in any trouble. Didn't he explain at all? No, he didn't. But just before he left, I... I think I almost understood...
1: We'll wait here for you if you like.
2: Oh, please don't, Bobbin. Thanks again for everything. Good luck. Goodbye, Alice. Yes? My name is Juliet. Oh, yes. I'm Cliff's sister. Do you know who I am? Of course. Cliff took you to that dance two nights ago. That's right. He told me he was going to spend the weekend with you and the Wilsons. But you mustn't blame yourself, Juliet. Blame myself? For what? You mean... You don't know. No, for heaven's sake, tell me. What is it? What is it? On that afternoon, when Kiff was to meet you at the station, as he was driving there in a cab, there was an accident, and he was killed.
0: and Cliff. There is no sequel. You must accept it or discard it according to your lights. Time alone can find an answer if an answer does exist. And as the years go by, some may put it in the realm of fancy, along with Romeo and Juliet and Tristan and his love. Perhaps that's best. Perhaps in the realm of fancy, Juliet and Cliff would want to be. The clock will be heard again next week, same time. This program was written by Lawrence Clee, and Hart McGuire was the clock as Juliet and Cliff, Wendy Clayfair, and John Mellion, as Alice and Bob, Barbara Brunton, and Leon Piers.
1: with Joan Lord as Eloise. The Clock, directed by John Saul, is a Grace Gibson Radio production.